Good morning. This is Sean bringing you the Daily Skew, a summary of the best news commentary from the left, right, and center in under seven minutes. Today is Thursday, June 14th, and we will be discussing the following stories. Number one, AT&T Time Warner merger. Number two, Trump tweet dashes primary bid. And number three, Cohen singing like a bird. First, issue number one, AT&T Time Warner merger. A federal judge approved AT&T's $85 billion acquisition of Time Warner, rejecting the DOJ's claim that the merger violates antitrust law. Here's what the left is saying. What a week. First, the death of net neutrality. Now this. The mega merger between AT&T and Time Warner will have nothing but negative consequences for consumers. Most harmfully, it will enable the newly formed company to increase prices and limit access to content. For example, it will be able to sell Game of Thrones to DirecTV, i.e. itself, for a discount while selling it to others at full price, or not at all. It may also leverage its newfound size to become a monopsonist, the single buyer of a good or service. To understand the danger of monopsony, consider Walmart's notorious practice of squeezing suppliers' profits. Finally, it may acquire undue political influence and use that influence to make even more money at consumers' expense. Given the unfair advantages that this merger confers upon the new company, expect similar deals in the near future. Here's what the right is saying. There is a reason that the federal judge who rejected the DOJ's claim used the terms gossamer thin and poppycock. It had no legal merit. First, AT&T and Time Warner operate in the media and entertainment industry, where there is virtually no threat of monopoly. On the contrary, there have never been more choices to watch, listen, or play. Second, the two companies are not competitors. Their merger would simply put them on par with companies like Netflix that already create and distribute content. Third, the government's own expert witness testified that the merger would save customers over $350 million per year. The DOJ insists that the lawsuit was unrelated to President Trump's prior threats and is disdain for CNN, which is owned by Time Warner. But with a lawsuit so weak, it is difficult to find any other plausible explanation. Next, issue number two, Trump tweet dashes primary bid. Representative Mark Sanford lost the GOP primary to challenger Katie Arrington after President Trump criticized him in a last-minute tweet. Here's what the left is saying. The defeat of incumbent Representative Mark Sanford is a sad commentary on the Republican Party. Mr. Sanford did not lose the race because of a 2009 extramarital affair that he attempted to cover up by claiming that he was hiking the Appalachian Trail, or because of his membership in the Extreme House Freedom Caucus. That probably helped. He lost because, as his challenger Kate Arrington put it, he, quote, bashed our captain. No wonder establishment Republicans are terrified. They have two choices. Embrace the man whose hateful rhetoric and actions are toxic to an increasing majority of the country, or risk political martyrdom at the hands of President Trump's most strident supporters. Here's what the right is saying. Establishment Republicans are not safe, especially if they cross President Trump. That is precisely the message that Katie Arrington's defeat of incumbent Representative Mark Sanford sent during the South Carolina primary on Tuesday. Mr. Sanford was a vocal opponent of President Trump, demanding that he release his tax returns and bemoaning his cult of personality, among other criticisms. Whether the president's tweet actually changed the outcome of the election is not clear, but one thing is, some voters are doubling down on non-establishment candidates who align with the administration. Republican candidates should tread carefully. Finally, topic number three, Cohen, singing like a bird. President Trump's personal attorney, Michael Cohen, changed his legal team amid speculation that he is seeking a plea bargain. Here's what the left is saying. Following the FBI raid of his office and the emergence of rumors that he may soon be arrested, Michael Cohen has decided to ditch his legal team. Could this mean that he is ready to flip? As the Trump Organization's lawyer and fixer, 
Cohen would certainly know where the bodies are buried, which could spell serious trouble for President Trump. Cohen, for example, was in contact with several Russians about Trump Moscow. Some of these individuals had knowledge of or participated in their country's election meddling. What might he reveal about the Trump-Russia collusion? It is too soon to tell what secrets Cohen may have to share, but knowing President Trump, it is safe to assume they are not good. Here's what the right is saying. The investigation of Michael Cohen is nothing but a distraction and an abuse of power. The original mandate of the Mueller investigation was to find collusion between President Trump and Russia during the 2016 presidential election. Now, in the complete absence of evidence of collusion, Mueller and his team are investigating Trump's personal lawyer's private business dealings. Predictably, the mainstream media is having a field day. Instead of reporting the facts, pundits are issuing wild speculations about Cohen's involvement in imaginary meetings and fantasizing about President Trump's fall from grace. Those who doubt the existence of a deep state and the liberal bias in the media take note. And that's all for The Daily Skew. Our mission is to bridge the ideological and political divide with understanding and constructive dialogue. Please help us do so by spreading the word. Thank you very much and see you tomorrow.